You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And good evening, everybody, from our Chiefs Radio Network mobile studio. We're on the way to the show. We just landed wheels down from Phoenix uh, just moments ago. We got a huge crowd tonight here celebrating a Super Bowl 57 championship for the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs' second Lombardi Trophy won in the last four seasons as the Chiefs uh, get the victory 38-35 to in an incredible victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I'm en route to the show. I will join our sellout crowd tonight at Hy-Vee in Olathe at 151st and Black Bob. I am en route. We, en route. we just uh, landed not long ago. I had to take uh, the buses to Arrowhead to drop off the team, and now I'm headed to the show. Uh, later on in the show, we will have the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. And we got a lot on the plate to talk with Mark about. He just got wheels down as well. But we will talk about the parade on Wednesday and, um, and get some of the facts from him about Wednesday and uh, what you need to know about that. Plus, we will look ahead. The Chiefs will host the NFL draft coming up at the end of April. And then we'll also talk about Germany and take a look ahead at the 2023 season. But before we do all that, as I'm on road to the show, uh, I would tell you this. This victory in Super Bowl 57 was just a microcosm of the 2022-23 playoff Kansas City Chiefs. In my 29 seasons as the voice of the Chiefs, this group, to me, is a forever's team. A group that faced whatever was in front of them and just handled it. Keep in mind, they were the first team in NFL history to 
face the first eight games against teams that had winning records the year prior. The first five games of the year were in the five time slots, the only five time slots you can play in the regular season. And then they faced the elite quarterbacks for half their schedule. They faced Trevor Lawrence twice. They faced Joe Herbert twice. Uh, They faced, uh, going right on down the line, they faced Josh Allen. They faced also uh, Tom Brady. Had to play him in Tampa. And then Justin Herbert. They faced him twice. And then to take on the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that had been dominant throughout uh, the season, uh, Jalen Hurts, when he was healthy, only lost one game, and that was to the Washington Commanders. The, the Eagles blew out everybody in the playoffs by dominating the New York Giants and then knocking out all of the quarterbacks that the 49ers had and obliterated the 49ers. In fact, the Chiefs had to stay uh, on their game against a very tough and a powerful Philadelphia Eagle team. And honestly, what I said at the end of the Cincinnati game, and I have the shirt on that you can get at High V when I'm there in just a few minutes. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. But you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being now Super Bowl 57 champions, the second championship in four seasons. All right, let's jump into the game here in this first segment. And then in the second segment, when I'm with you live at the show, as, again, I'm en route to the show to 151st Street at the Hy-Vee in Olathe, I will talk about how historic this game was, not just for Chiefs history, but for National Football League history, for Andy Reid, for Patrick Mahomes, for Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs, who now will be looked on, I think, in a whole different light. But let's talk about the game and what happened last night. First of all, San Francisco was number one in the National Football League in scoring on their first offensive possessions. They lived up to that reputation with a drive going right down the field to take a 7 nothing lead. We will hear in our first bump back the Chiefs' answer touchdown, which was Mahomes to Kelsey. And that was the 14th time that Mahomes and Kelsey have teamed up in the postseason for a touchdown. That is second in National Football League history by one, Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski. Kelsey now has 16 postseason touchdown receptions. That is second in NFL history only to Jerry Rice. But then the Philadelphia Eagles started to take command of the game. We're going to hear the scoop and score by Nick Bolton that tied it at 14 apiece. But then the game flipped in the second quarter to Philadelphia's favor. They were able to command time of possession in that quarter and get 10 unanswered points to take a 24-14 to lead at halftime over the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, with the ball just one minute and 44 seconds, got the ball late in the second quarter with a chance to score with back-to-back possessions. Remember that Chiefs deferred their choice uh, to the second half. They had a chance to score at the end of the second quarter and score at the beginning of the third quarter. But it didn't happen at the end of the second quarter. Patrick Mahomes re-injuring his ankle near the end of the second quarter, and the Eagles were able to get the last score of the first half to take a 24-14 to lead. Now we can thank Rihanna in that halftime 
celebration and her concert because that gave more time for Patrick Mahomes to try to heal that ankle up. Everybody in the Chiefs' kingdom was holding its collective breath again, half paying attention to Rihanna, but the other half was thinking, are we going to have Mahomes in the second half, or is it going to be Chad Henning? But then the Chiefs, and you'll hear this touchdown later in the show, were able to go with Mahomes on the field, right down the field with a spectacular touchdown to get within three points at 24-21. to But then the game flipped. Even though Philadelphia had the ball for almost eight minutes, they had to settle for a field goal in one of the more heroic plays that will be forgotten in Super Bowl 57. Colin Saunders, who's had the best year of his career, coming back from injuries on a couple of occasions, was able to make a play where I said on the air it was the water buffalo chasing the cheetah because Colin Saunders was able to chase down Jalen Hurts and get a sack and a loss of one. Long drive. That long drive only ended up in three points, and now Philadelphia's 24-14 one-time lead was just one possession at 27-21. to And the Chiefs were able to have, you'll hear this touchdown later, a precision drive. But then, and I talked, I was on 38 shows, I was on 38 shows during the week uh, on Radio Row and other places uh, in Scottsdale and Phoenix last week uh, in preparation for the game. And I mentioned a couple of occasions, I mentioned on a couple of occasions that there could be a big special teams play, a big special teams play that could flip the game. Our first highlight of this segment is the longest punt return ever in Super Bowl 57 history, and the Chiefs shifted the pressure of the game to the Philadelphia Eagles. Sipos will punt. End over end, shorter punt. And Tony will take it low at the 35. Now cuts back to the right. He's got a wall set. If he can get to the edge, they can need to block the putter. They do. Tony's at the 40, up the sideline. At the 30, he's at the 20. Tony with the block trying to stay in plays down to the five-yard line. Tony ran out of gas on a 65-yard punt return. And the Chiefs lead 28-27. They'll have first down and goal to go at the Eagles' five-yard line with 10-11 to go in the game. We're going to hear the first four touchdowns that got the Chiefs those 28 points as our bump backs on the show. Again, Mitch Holtis with you. I'm en route to 151st Street in Olathe at High V. We'll try to pack you in there as much as we can as we're celebrating another Super Bowl championship, the second in four seasons. But what a dramatic game, because then the Kansas City Chiefs had finally shifted the pressure late in the second half to the Philadelphia Eagles, a place that Philadelphia had rarely been. In fact, in the Eagles' great season, remember, they only lost three times prior to last night, and two of those were with backup Gardner Minshew at quarterback. The Eagles were feeling pressure late in the game for the first time Only one of the time did they have a fourth-quarter comeback for a victory, and that was against the Indianapolis Colts. So now the Chiefs come back and get another big play later in the game. 9.26 to go in the game. Third down, goal to go at the four-yard line of Philadelphia. Audible called by Patrick Mahomes. Ball will be snapped in the center of the field with McKinnon, the running back. 
A fast left side, wide open, Sky Moore, touchdown! Kansas City on a pivot route, and Kansas City has a chance now to get up by eight points on a four-yard touchdown pass by Holmes to Sky Moore. Did not have a TD in the regular season. He's got one now. The first touchdown of Sky Moore's career, regular season or postseason, was in Super Bowl 57 on that play. And now the Chiefs had an eight-point lead. Give credit to the Philadelphia Eagles. They came back. Jalen Hurts in this game, courageous. Came firing right back, hit a deep ball down to Devontae Smith, and they were able to tie the game with a touchdown and a Jalen Hurts run on a two-point conversion. At 35-35, to the Chiefs had the ball with 5.15 left to go in regulation. And Mahomes, the guts, grab a bucket of guts. You can get the grab it a bucket of guts T-shirt tonight at Hy-Vee. It was Mahomes playing on that gimpy ankle, trying to fight his way and get his team down the field. Talk about grabbing a bucket of guts on a bad ankle. Are you kidding me? Because Patrick Mahomes was going to will his team and the entire Chiefs kingdom to a championship. Game tied, 35 apiece. Pacheco's the running back. Tony comes in motion. Here comes pressure to the outside. As Mahomes steps up, he's going to scramble. He's at the 40, bad ankle, 30, bad ankle, 20. Tackled from behind down to the Eagle, 18-yard line, a 25-yard scramble. What bad ankle. He is limping back to the huddle. Don't underestimate how tough Patrick Mahomes is. He was wincing in pain as Mahomes went back to the huddle. But then he was able to get a play that the Philadelphia Eagle fans are grimacing about, a holding call on a third-down attempt at Juju Smith-Schuster. But it was a very similar route to the Chiefs had scored twice before, the one you heard from Sky Moore and one that you're going to hear later in the show, to Kadarius Toney, the corndog play, as Coach Reed likes to call it. But now Mahomes had the Chiefs and a brilliant play. I mentioned Colin Saunders' play in chasing Jalen Hurts out of bounds, limiting the Eagles to a field goal. But another great play that will go down in history, the best maybe non-scoring play in Super Bowl history, was Jarek McKinnon on an edge on a run. Remember, Damian Williams' his run to immortality back in Super Bowl 54. Well, McKinnon had that same chance, except he was smart enough to see that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to let him score on purpose. Instead, McKinnon, and this is a situation the Chiefs practice every Friday during the regular season and during training camp. McKinnon goes down on his hip inside the two-yard line, knowing that the time to run off the clock was more valuable than scoring the touchdown at that point to give the Chiefs a seven-point lead, and yet... A, uh, a seven-point lead, but that would give Philadelphia enough time to possibly go down and tie the game with a touchdown. McKinnon goes down trying to kill the time, and the Chiefs masterfully took the kick or took the time all the way down to inside 10 seconds. And Harrison Butker, who on this same field in week one suffered a high ankle sprain, which affected him for the rest of the season and had at times some difficulty missing field goals and facing some of the angst, uh, facing some angst from some of the Chiefs' kingdom, missing three extra points. But he had the incredible kick to win the AFC championship game 
against the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's only poetry that on this field, Harrison Butker would have this kick, and this kick will live on in the memories of the Chiefs' kingdom forever. Townsend will hold it. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go in regulation in Super Bowl 57. Dana Hughes and I were talking then, remembering the Buffalo game where the Chiefs were able to win, remember, in 13 seconds to tie it uh, in overtime a year ago. The Chiefs did what the Bills did not do in that game at Arrowhead, and that is squib kick it. It used up almost all the time. It used up four seconds. But now Jalen Hurts, who has a bum shoulder, and Dana Hughes did a great job of analyzing, saying, I wonder if Jalen Hurts has enough in that shoulder to fire it downfield to have a uh, Hail Mary kind of play. He did not. He gave it a shot. He tried to heave it down the field. He launched the ball from his own 30, but there was none of his receivers within 15 yards of that football. It landed in front of Chiefs, who watched it fall as right before the confetti fell, and the Kansas City Chiefs were able to celebrate a victory in Super Bowl 57 over the Philadelphia Eagles. For the Chiefs Kansas City Chiefs. And the Eagles 30. For the Kansas City Chiefs, the one final play, and now Kansas City had reason to celebrate as world champions for the second time in four years. Chiefs 38 and the Eagles 35. Six seconds left in Super Bowl 57 regulation. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. An incredible moment as the Kansas City Chiefs, just like they did all season long were able to be resilient and fight their way back only the second time in national football league history a team trailed by 10 points at halftime and came back to win the game and claim the championship the kansas city chiefs are champions of super bowl 57 and get ready for an epic celebration on wednesday now, I am pulling in very shortly here. We'll come back after the break, and I will join you live from the Hy-Vee at 151st Street in Olathe as we celebrate a championship. We'll have more on the show coming up after this timeout. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Mahomes spread set two by two with Pacheco in the backfield. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown! Kansas City, a beautifully thrown ball as Mahomes to Kelsey, 18 yards, 
officially and the 14th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey for a postseason touchdown second in National Football League history. Welcome back. I'm with you live now. The magical mobile studios of the Chiefs Radio Network brought me here. And I mean, it's been quite a day. It's been quite a night. It's been quite a week. But the Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl 57 champions. I went through a lot of things. We're going to have Mark Donovan on the show here very shortly. He's going to talk about the parade on Wednesday. I know you all want to be there. The weather's going to be much better than it was after Super Bowl 54. And uh, we're expecting maybe 150, 200,000 more folks. But this Chiefs team has been so spectacular this year in facing what's in front of them. Really, in many ways, the most unique team uh, that I've been around in my 29 seasons. I mentioned that in the first segment. But I didn't get to do this. Because the Kansas City Chiefs were able to put the hammer down, baby. And when you're only the second team in NFL history to trail by 10 points at halftime and come back and win the game, that is huge. Let me give you some historical perspective. And we're saying hi to the folks in Phoenix who have joined us all week long. I tried to crash into your house the other night, but they uh, got arrested. Anyway. You have a very good security system, by the way. All right. Historically, before we get to Mark Donovan, I want to mention these things. Three Super Bowl championships now for the Chiefs, right? That ties the Broncos and Raiders, and only one of ten teams that have at least three Super Bowl victories. 75 wins for the Kansas City Chiefs in the past five years, counting the playoffs. Second in National Football League history in a five-year span, only to the New England Patriots, 77 games from 2003 to 2007. That is huge. All right. 78% winning percentage in that five years. Almost four out of every five games are wins. That connects to the Dallas Cowboys of 92 to 95 and the Steelers of 74 to 79. That is huge. That's your team. That is the team that you cheer for, root for, live with, die with, and now we've won a championship again with. Patrick Mahomes, the first regular season MVP to win a Super Bowl since 1999. Nine MVPs had lost in a row. Patrick Mahomes, the first quarterback ever in the history of the National Football League to win the MVP, lead the league in total offense, and win the Super Bowl. It has never been done. That is huge. We're going with the big one this time. Patrick Mahomes, bad ankle and all, was able to put the hammer down. Here's the other four that tried it and didn't make it, had all those boxes that couldn't check the Super Bowl box. 1984, Dan Marino. Kurt Warner, 2001, upset by New England. Peyton Manning, 2013, blown out by Seattle. And Tom Brady in 07, upset by the Giants. Those four did it? No, they didn't do it. Patrick Mahomes did it. He's the only one to do it. No player, no player in NFL history until last night 
was able to lead the NFL in passing and win a Super Bowl. It's never happened in the history of the league. Patrick Mahomes did it last night. And here's a fun one. You want maybe the most fun number of the night? You ready for this? I love the sellout crowd here. And I'm seeing geeks. I'm seeing red coaters. I'm seeing, hey, hey, Paula, people have come from all over and electronically. And I love this location because when we come to 151st Street in Olathe, the best ref in Kansas shows up. It's like an all-star game. Here's your stat of the night. Kelsey and Mahomes have teamed up for 11 playoff victories. That is more than eight franchises have in their history, including the Bengals, the Saints, and the Falcons. So Mahomes and Kelsey have more playoff victories than the Bengals have in their history. That is huge. And how about Andrew Walter Reed? How about Andy Reed? If you're not going to put him on, I said this all week long. I was again on shows. I was on European podcasts, and uh, it was crazy that whole week down there. I said, if Andy Reid wins this game and he's not on Mount Rushmore, he's on the next closest mountain. That's either Mount Hood and Mount Rainier right there. You better get start chiseling his face in there because this dude now has won 22 playoff games, second in National Football League history. And he's our coach, and he beat his former team last night. So as we go to break, I've got a final score for you. Chiefs 38, Eagles 35. And you know what that means, score the savings. We're at Hy-Vee. A lot of you love to do this. A lot of you love to do this, but score the savings tonight at Hy-Vee. I see after the show going, let's go do this, because you get 38 um, cents that will be credited uh, to your Fuel, your fuel Plus uh, Saver card because of the 38 points the Chiefs scored. Everyone scores the day after a Chiefs game at High V. Again, 38 cents on your Fuel Saver card because the Chiefs scored 38 points last night in ch- winning the championship in that game over the Eagles. When we come back, we're at the High V in Olathe at 151st Street and Black Bob. We will have the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan, We're going to talk parade, and we'll talk draft as we look ahead. It is going to be an amazing 90 days coming up, folks. Get a nap and get ready because we're just going to recharge and do this again. We'll be back after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Spread set. Hurts by himself in the backfield. Threat to run and throw. Crouches down. He wants to run it. The ball's out. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. A defensive score by Nick Bolton. Hurts got hit and kicked the ball. Picked up by Bolton. And the Chiefs defense gets an incredible touchdown at 9.39 to go second quarter. That play was huge. We're back at the High V in Olathe at 151st and Black Bob. What a year Nick Bolton had. A record year for the Chiefs in number of uh, tackles. He was incredible last night. Nine more tackles against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts had a great game. 
and he was the most effective weapon rushing the ball. But those other three Eagle running backs who have had – Miles Sanders had a 1,200-yard uh, year running the ball. Those three guys, when you add in Boston Scott, Treadwell, those guys had 45 yards and 15 carries combined. And a lot of that was due to Nick Bolton and those guys up front. They were able to put the hammer down. Speaking of the hammer – he is like uh, me and everybody else. We're kind of scrambling. We just got home. And by the way, we give a shout out to Weird Wolf, who's listening to the show, uh, and KJ, right? Yellow Froman, uh, in the, uh, their mobile studio coming back uh, from Phoenix. So a shout out to them. But ladies and gentlemen, this guy really set the, uh, he poured the cement really for Andy Reid. He came in 2009 and talked about preparing to win. And we know those first four years that he was here were something much different. But just like if you poured any cement, it's not any fun, especially on a hot day. But when you get it poured, you're able to put up red iron, you got the foundation laid, and that's exactly what he did. Tonight being with us as a special guest uh, on some t a tough night, he's got a lot on his plate. Let's give a huge Chiefs Kingdom welcome to the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. Hey, Mitch, it's good to be with you. You're getting a standing ovation tonight, Mark. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I wish I was there with you guys to see it in person. But as Mitch knows, I'm actually still in a vehicle right now. So <laughs> getting home. I did the first uh, segment of the show in the uh, Chiefs Radio Network Mobile Command uh, studio. But anyway, first of all, congratulations, Mark, uh, on an amazing game, an incredible team, an incredible season. That game was really kind of a microcosm of what's happened over the past six months. Your reaction of being around this team and seeing what they did, how they did it, and in the circumstances in which they did it. Yeah, as always, you you put it perfectly. Uh, a microcosm of the whole season in one game. Uh, overcoming adversity, you know, that first half was you look at the time of possession, you look at the score, you look at the breaks, everything, you know, other than Nick's uh, fumble recovery, they uh, they had us. And uh, being down 10 at halftime and then to come back out in the second half and, you know, play pretty flawless um, and make big plays when we had to make big plays and, and really satisfying to see that old line step up and play as well as they did. Um, big guys making big plays at big times, but also all phases, right? Defense stepped up, and then you get the big punt return, um, which really was a game changer. I'm so glad you brought up the offensive line. They played against some, many thought, the best defensive front uh, in football for a long time. They had 30, uh, no, they had 78 combined sacks with the regular and postseason, the most since the 85 Chicago Bears. Last night they had zero nicked. The offensive line, and you're around those guys, Mark, the purpose, and they just locked their jaw last night. What did you see from those guys in leading to a victory? Well, Andy Heck deserves a lot of credit, right? The coach of that group, um, he does so much for our offensive side, and not only line play, but run game as well. And then you got a unit there that just, you know, every single week got better and better. Uh, a lot of guys had to step in with some injuries, um, and they did. And not only the depth, but just the camaraderie of those guys. Um, they're one of my favorite groups, um, and I was so happy for them afterwards to be able to congratulate them on, 
you know, coming together and really dominating um, and really helping us win the football game. Um, a lot of special moments last night, but, you know, when when Orlando uh, went with the flex to the sideline after a big run play, <laughs> you could tell we're just going to keep grinding on these guys, and these guys are up for it. Seeing those guys in the locker room, they were all lined up uh, side by side by side, enjoying the victory cigar. Um, they were such a proud group, Mark. The other thing I want to ask you about before when I ask you about the parade on Wednesday is the youth of this team. This was the fifth youngest team of the 14 teams in the playoffs. I heard Lewis Riddick today said it the best. This was supposed to be a bridge year for the Chiefs, not a championship year, uh, not playing bridge. But um, how these young guys, what you saw from them uh, throughout the summer and at camp, and then how they just – morphed together and improved together and matured together throughout the season? Yeah, first and foremost, Brett and his whole team, you know, Mike Borgonzi, Mike Bradway, Chris Shea, Brent Tillis, um, Tim Terry, um, Ryan Nutt, the, the whole crew, you know, just identifying the right guys, um, picking the right guys at the right time. I think it's the whole unit, right? So it's it's you're putting young guys in tough spots, and that that really depends on coaches being able to mold these guys. And you and I have talked about this before. What Spags does with his defense, he really tests the guy early, and sometimes it doesn't look pretty in the front end, um, but by the end of the season, it gels so well. And to get that many snaps from that many young guys, especially on the defensive side, and have real real big plays made by guys, um, obviously in the Cincinnati game, but also last night. Um, it really bodes well for the future. And we, we work in a really, really tough industry, and it's really, really competitive. It's tough to do what we're doing right now. Um, but when you can do it with young guys the way we are, it really does set you up for the future. Before we uh, came to you uh, during the break, before the break, I mentioned just where the Chiefs are now historically. Now they're in the realm of the 92 to 95 Cowboys, 74 to 77 Steelers. And it's, that's empirical. That's not a thought here. That's actually there in the numbers. When you see that, and you've been in professional sports almost all your life, you were a collegiate quarterback, you were in the New York Giants camp. We're so blessed to have a president um, that has the football background. Absolutely. Um, but you mentioned it, winning consistently at such a high level. When you see it compared to those groups, what goes through your mind? Uh, it's, uh, it's a little humbling um, to be here, um, but immediately you switch to just how special it is to be part of the kingdom right now. Mm. And we've, had to, we've had our decades, we've had our success, we've had our struggles, um, but it's really, it's really a special time in the kingdom and uh, without our fans, there is no kingdom, and it's really, really fun to be able to stand on those stages, whether it's the AFC Championship stage at Arrowhead or whether it's the, the getting the Lombardi Trophy last night and see that sea of red out there and just know how much this means to them. Well, we've got a jam-packed crowd here tonight at the Hy-Vee on 151st, 151st Street in Black Bob in Olathe. We're going to come back. We're going to take a break. We're going to get a few more minutes with Mark, and then we'll let him go and get back situated and get ready for the next 48 hours that's facing the kingdom here to have some fun. But we'll hear about the parade and some of the details from President Mark Donovan. When we come back, uh, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Let's play the drive. Second down, goal to go at the one. 
Pacheco in the backfield, along with McKinnon. They hand it off, left guard, it goes, touchdown, Kansas City! Isaiah Pacheco blasting in behind the block of Joe Tooney, the left guard, and the Chiefs get a badly needed touchdown drive on this first drive of the third quarter at 9.30 to go, third quarter. We're back at the high V at 151st, and uh, Black Bob in Olathe can score the savings tonight. You can do it throughout this uh, Monday evening at your uh, local high V. As the Chiefs had 38 points in the game in winning Super Bowl 57, you get a chance to get 38 um, cents on your Fuel Saver discount card with a $38 purchase. All right, welcome back again for just a few minutes. He's gracious enough to be with us tonight on a, on a night where he's transitioning and trying to get everything ready for the rest of the week. But again, President Mark Donovan with us tonight. We got you on for about five or so more minutes. What about the parade, Mark? What can you tell us about Wednesday and an incredible celebration? It looks like the weather will be much better than the last time we did this. Yeah, it's uh, gonna. weather looks like it's going to cooperate with us. Um, as, as we got off the plane today, um, we were welcomed home by Mayor Quentin Lucas and, and Kathy Nelson. They had just held a press conference talking about all the details around the parade. So hopefully a lot of that's been covered. Um, we uh, will start the parade around noon, and we should be on the stage at Union Station at around 2 o'clock. Um, and same route as last time, so go back to your favorite spot and, uh, and be a part of the parade uh, this year. Uh, it's, as I've said before, it's as all these big, big moments. There's nothing like being on the stage and handing the Lamar Hunt trophy to the Hunt family. There's nothing like being on stage and hoisting the Lombardi trophy. Um, but it's really tough to put into words how special the parade is for all of us because it's the one time you're actually with all of your fans, every member of the kingdom, all together. There's no pressure of winning or losing a game. There's no angst. There's no, like, concern. It's just everybody's there to have fun and, and celebrate a really special team and a really special season. So I can't wait to be out there on Wednesday. It is going to be a fantastic Wednesday. And I know this uh, crowd that's wedged in here tonight will all be there. Find your favorite spot. It's the same route, so it's no uh, mystery there. And uh, get there early and get your spot. Uh, but while we've got you on here, just uh, quickly, the draft will then – this is going to be a crazy non-playing season. I don't call it the offseason anymore. There is no offseason. Uh, but when you win a Super Bowl, it's, it's not much uh, getting ready here. This is going to turn quickly. But what about the draft? Because it feels like the parade will almost be like a precursor or at least a uh, rehearsal for all of us to welcome the world to Kansas City. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, activity going on the next couple of weeks. So after the parade, we get to have the uh, what's uh, probably going to be the largest event in the history of Kansas City uh, with the draft coming here. And um, it's a great opportunity for us to really show off everything that's so special about the region and the city of Kansas City. It's a great opportunity for us all to show our Chiefs Kingdom pride um, and just show how special uh, the NFL is to this region and how special the Chiefs fans are to the NFL. Um, we'll also conduct a little business and uh, have the opportunity to get even better. Um, I will share a, just a quick relevant story on, uh, that came out of last night. Um, as we were in the locker room late, late into the evening um, after most of the celebrating was done, Patrick grabbed me and he said, Mark, you remember what I told you about the draft? 
and I had to sort of rack my brain because I have a long list of the things that Patrick tells me that he's going to do. <laughs> and he said, I told you, when you told me we got the draft in Kansas City, I told you, well, when they open those gates, they're going to be saying the 2023 draft is coming from the reigning world champion, Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. So, once again, 15 came through to his word and made that happen for us. It is going to be so exciting on Wednesday and then in late April for all of us to welcome folks and show what's special about the Chiefs' kingdom. And then I want to ask you, before we let you go, next November the Chiefs are headed to Germany. Um, And it's also going to be one of the most exciting home schedules in the history of the franchise. I'll just let you look it up. I'm not going to let all the fans here. Martin already knows it, but you can look it up. It seriously will be one of the great home schedules, not just in Chiefs history, but in National Football League history. It is going to be awesome next year in the 2023 season. But what can we know about Germany tonight as we celebrate a Super Bowl championship in getting ready for a trip to that great country? Yeah, I just want to touch on that point you made about the schedule. You know, we we always try to channel Lamar and how humble he was. Mm. Um, But when you look at that schedule, we are going to be the center of the NFL universe. And the amount of huge games that are going to be in Kansas City, it's it's just a huge opportunity for us. It's going to be a challenge for our football team. Uh, Great teams coming here, and they always play us like it's their Super Bowl. But, boy, it's going to make GHA field the center of the NFL universe for a full season. So excited about that. In terms of Germany, as you know, we've been working on this for almost four years. Um, Laura Krug and her team have done a great job, our CMO, of really positioning us in, in Germany already. There was a huge watch party that the NFL highlighted on the broadcast and in the game from the folks watching in Germany, and they were all in Chiefs gear. Um, the game last year was amazing. Uh, the fan experience there was really special, and they are so excited to host two games next season and really excited to host one of those games being with the Kansas City Chiefs. So we're going to take full advantage of it. We're going to create all kinds of opportunities for our fans to come with us um, and get over there and see the game and visit either Frankfurt or Munich. We haven't, the league hasn't told us exactly where we're going to play, um, but it will be sometime in November. It's going to be huge. Mark, we can't thank you enough. Uh, I know you're scrambling, uh, just wheels down and trying to get things ready for the next 48 hours. But our leadership is so incredible at every turn of our organization. It's so easy to take it for granted. And I don't want any of us to do that tonight. I for sure don't want to. So as we send him in the night as a champion, once again, give a cheer for President Mark Donovan. Thanks, Luke. Love being on with you. Thank you, all the fans that are there. We appreciate you. Thank you, sir, so very much. All right. A reminder now, score the savings, right? We know how that works. What the Chiefs scored 38 points. You can get 38 uh, cents on your Fuel Saver discount card. But when the game's in, that doesn't mean this ends. The Hy-Vee's going to start their Heat Up the Savings Fuel Saver program. Just shop your Hy-Vee on Monday, swipe your Fuel Saver card, earn a Fuel Saver discount equal to the local high temperature on Sunday. Okay, I want to this. Now, this is going to stop on March the 27th, okay? So it's not going to be on June the 27th. Uh, but anyway, we're going to come back and wrap up the year for uh, the Chiefs Kingdom show in the last several minutes and say uh, goodbye, hello to the next season, and celebrate 
for one more segment on this show. We'll be back to close things out after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs have not led in this game. They trail 27-21. They're going to throw a quick pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Kadarius Tony on a pick route to the near side. Couldn't be more wide open. A five-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes. And now Butker can give the Chiefs the first lead of the game. And that's what we got. 28-27, go on to win 38-35. Just the last couple minutes of our last Chiefs Kingdom show. Great to see Puppet Lady here again as the Chiefs punching out the Eagles uh, once again. So many awesome faces. People have to get you through it. This has been, these are long, tough seasons. Seven-day work weeks. And I talk about the brick over here, the best ref in Kansas, to have a great friend who's with you every step of the way when things are good and things are not so good is important. My brother's right over here. You know him now as the manager of Fat Brain Toys. My brother Lyle, working for a special at Fat Brain Toys, amazing store. But he's also the Mark Bo Richter fan club. He's the only one in it. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. It's kind of cool. Uh, but I see so many faces here, mainstays, that have been here for years when we were 2-14. and 14. I see faces that uh, were here when we won that first playoff game, and it was awesome. When we won the Super Bowl the first time, and it was awesome. And now we've won another one. And I would get, venture to guess so many loyal fans here that we've been through lives and births and deaths and sicknesses but we've done it all together with a great, great fan base. But I don't know if any of us were thinking we'd win two Super Bowls in a four-year span. That is huge. Now, let me thank some folks here. First is Shotgun Jackson. Week after week after week, on site. The guy's a pro's pro. Nick Price is the face you don't see. And he helped me in our mobile studio command get here tonight. Which is, that was the Chiefs Kingdom first, quite honestly. I was going to give you a traffic report, but then the guy flipped me off. So, <laughs> Dan Israel, a lot of you know Spartacus, the executive producer, cancer survivor, and to share tears with him again last night, tears of joy in a moment we weren't sure we were going to see again, but we saw it. Uh, Roxanne Marotti, at some point we're going to get her to a show because she's phenomenal as the uh, leader of Odyssey, uh, and then he's here tonight, but he deserves a huge cheer because he is the director um, and helps Roxanne as one of the leaders in management at Odyssey here in Kansas City and also uh, the main program director for our flagship station, which is 610 Sports Radio. But Steven Spector is here tonight. Steven, show him your face. He's right over here. Yep. Yep, and give him a cheer, ladies and gentlemen. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. But you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as champions of Super Bowl 57. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. 
You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festo in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Dana Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Baker. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 